Good afternoon. Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. A lot of snow across the Midwest for many folks I've even had quick conversations with via social media say welcoming the snow because it means hopefully some moisture for some very parched, parched areas. So what does the snow mean to the markets? Probably nothing really till tomorrow. We'll dive more about that in the second half. But if you looked at the soybeans and you remember where they were in the overnight and where they traded those first couple of hours, things weren't looking pretty. And then suddenly we saw a big turnaround, really a big turnaround all the way across the board on the grain complex. So to get all the details about what's been happening, we're going to bring Sue Martin into the conversation. Sue is with Ag and Investment out of Clarion, Iowa. So we got to start with soybeans, Sue. I mean, we had that mixed to negative and it didn't take long. Nice to see some big numbers. Well, it is. Uh, first off, beans got down to two, uh, 12.98 overnight. And that is a new low basis March futures uh, for the month of January. And so we have just this week left and, uh, you know, Friday's our last day of this month and we're following a path or a pattern that we have seen in a few other years and we should not, well, let's step back in years of similar to this one and the path that we took through the fall, um, those years, the Jan contract of soybeans tended to go off the board near their highs and many times like right on them. And so, but what was the interesting part is then you would think, oh, the march will continue on. Not so. The only year was in 1973. Uh, that was one of those years similar to this one where the beans just kept on going higher. But the other years, no, March beans, the expiration of the Jan, the minute those Jans were done, the march fell. And in one of the years, a dollar fifty six, I think it was, another year, a dollar fifty two, um, another year sixty eight cents, and then another one sixty two cents. So far we've dropped about I wanna say around um gosh, it seems to me like we've dropped around a dollar forty four or something similar to that. So, you know, we've had a healthy correction. Market was long overdue for this. It's had such a, a healthy straight up move. We think the easy money is out of this market, and uh, now it's going to get dicier. Now, what we want to see is that the market closes higher for the month, in other words, over 1310 and three quarters, basis the March contract. We want to see it close over 1311 and a half or three quarters, and that'll give us a higher weekly close, having made a lower low coming up. Now, what's the odds? of turning around and coming back up through 1387, that would then set us up with a huge, I mean a huge outside up week. So you gotta be sort of careful because we did get over 1350 today, I think 1352. And you know, the forecast for um, the weather in South America, it isn't all bad, but Argentina's forecast to see above normal temperatures and they were hot over the weekend, 90s to a low 100s, and they're expected to see that kind of temperatures all week. Brazil's a little different. It's a little cooler than normal, uh, but the northern regions, the northeastern regions especially of Brazil, are still very dry. About 15% of that area is dry. And then the east-central part of the country is dry as well. Nearly half of the coffee region is suffering also and stressed. 
So it's not all perfect. Uh, but then you go to the other areas of the country in Brazil, and they're just catching too much rain. So they're being slowed up from being able to harvest. And, of course, um, Mato Grosso is uh, one of those, and they're the leading producing province in Brazil. And Paraná, second leading, is also catching some pretty good rain. So they're seeing some low-lying uh, flooding conditions. So, um, you know, the harvest is slow. They're just a little over 1% harvested. Um, you know, we look at that it's going to take them till the latter part of February to actually get into the, um, what do you call it, the gut slot or whatever you call it, of uh, the harvest. And so I think that, and it's interesting because there were no soybeans exported to China last week from Brazil or Argentina. And I think all of that underpinned this market. But what was interesting was, in China, overnight, beans fell, uh, soy meal fell, uh, pretty hard, actually. And um, we note that um, uh, corn prices, I think, lost about 15 cents a bushel. So uh, on the Dalian Exchange, they, I think corn is 10.98 a bushel. And the uh, soy meal fell a little over $11 a metric ton. And so that's still 532.45 uh, per metric ton. But the bottom line is, is that those prices were huge record highs and then they started to fall back. And, you know, there is a limit to everything. And we all know markets come down faster than they go up. So, uh, but here we are swinging back up today. The market was relentless. Funds were coming right back in full force. And, um, you know, we had probably, I want to say, 4,600 contracts of soy meal bought and uh, 4,800 contracts of soy oil. And, you know, some of that could have been commercial buying, but it's also fund-related as well. And, you know, and then you had uh, 7,400 contracts estimated to have been bought by funds here today So, in corn. So I think the markets, we're going to be seeing some wide swings here. And this won't be for the faint of heart. But uh, certainly, I think the market's made a nice swing back up. Now, maybe we'll see what they do, you know, because if they're stronger on Tuesday um, and close stronger, you know, the old saying, up Monday, up Tuesday, up every day of the week except one. But we'll see. We have some major cycle window timing here due at the end of this week. All right. Well, stick around, folks. we got a lot more to talk about as we continue the conversation. It's the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. We're continuing our conversation with Sue Mark of Ag and Investment out of Clarion, Iowa. So we were talking about, and you were you were talking about the weather that we were seeing in Brazil and a bit about the harvest. Have you heard any numbers from these early harvests that are taking place? You know, I haven't heard yields verbatim, but what I have heard is comments uh, that the yields are a little on the disappointing side. Um, you know, but these early beans coming out, um, or the first beans coming out are the first ones that got planted. Um, you know, and then of course, when we look at corn, corn getting harvested, when that starts to happen, you know, we're going to have to really watch because corn, you know, beans, you can pour some rain on and get a little bit of a yield boost back, but on corn, you just don't. So, we're anxious to hear yields on corn when they start harvesting this uh, first crop. And then, of course, 
getting this crop harvested. Now that they're having all this heavy rain in some of these areas, going to slow up the harvest. That means you slow up the harvest. Guess what else it does? Slows up the ability to get that safrina corn planted on time. Do you have any concerns right now about the poor ethanol margins we've been seeing here in the States? Well, they are poor. Um, but truthfully, I I think, of course, part of it may be the price of corn going up like it has. And then, you know, you look at the fact that um, uh, we're also seeing, you know, uh, the ability to, you know, have driving and travel and whatever uh, so easily is still just not, how do I want to say it, as fluid as we'd like to see it. So, but I think that's going to change. You know, if you look at crude oil, the market's trying to push higher. We're at 52.77 a blue barrel today on the March contract. Um, so to me, I think energy is still going to start moving higher. And the thing is, if you slow down that pipeline, the Keystone pipeline, which was moving fuel oil from Canada down to the Gulf, um, I think that when you look at that, you know, the less fuel that we have coming in or ability to, to have here, well, then I guess I would have to say we're going to probably see some higher prices. It's going to pull from other energies. But when you're trying to do the climate change and what have you, even in China, you know, they have a big climate issue with smog and what have you. I still think we're going to see demand for this ethanol. And um, that's probably been one thing that has helped the corn feed usage was the fact that we didn't have ethanol plants running through the fourth quarter as aggressively as we wanted last year. And therefore, we didn't have the DDGs uh, supply like normal. And that kind of created a little more feed demand underneath the corn market. But when we look at ethanol, if you're looking at how the wholesalers are seeing restaurants book meat going out for their Bring. And you look at um, airlines increasing, uh, you know, fees or airfares after April 1st, and they've been doing that for some time, all of a sudden, you know, why wouldn't ethanol plants be making more and processing more once they can get this fuel and gasoline starting to move up? We talked about this before we started recording the Fontenelle Final Bell and was this weather that we're having right now because we know that this swath is going from Kansas all the way to Chicago. That's a lot of livestock, Sue, between here and there. Do you see it more of a market effect tomorrow and maybe even into Wednesday on these trade? I think so. I think that, um, you know, it's going to slow cattle up getting into, you know, to the packers and, and livestock too, maybe even hogs as much. Uh, as the cattle, but the product also has been pretty strong. And we've put a lot on the choice in the past week. So the cattle market just looks to me like it's taken off like gangbusters, had a huge week last week. And uh, feeders, too, um, are coming around. And interestingly, the weather must be having a little bit of an impact, not majorly, because we didn't close much. You know, we were kind of a mixed affair. You know, you had April fats up 42, June's up to February's down 20. You had feeder cattle at 136.55 on the Jans, down 70, March down 30. So the, the weather really isn't impacting it yet. Um, it might be the combination of the fact that we placed more cattle than what traders were expecting. 
according to the cattle on feed report last Friday, and on top of it, the strength in the corn market. So, but yet that corn market rally sure could have had a bigger impact on the cattle. So maybe it's kind of a mute point at the moment with the weather affecting. Uh, Real quick, can the hogs continue their positive trend this week? I think they can. Um, Hogs usually tend to rally into February. And um, I look at my indicator watching and continue to float here and maintain ourselves right in this area. We still could have another enthusiastic boost. What's the best way for folks to get a hold of you, Sue? Well, uh, our number is 1-800-527-0051, and you all have a great day. And that is the Fontenelle Final Bell. Just a reminder, commodity futures and options involve substantial risk of loss are not suitable for all investors. Fontenelle Final Bell brought to you by Fontenelle Hybrids and all you local Fontenelle dealers on the Rural Radio Network. <laughs>